Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is a clip intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. The current focus is on our personal processes with God where we learn to trust and submit to His will on a daily basis. We are on a process with God, no one is an expert on it and so it's important that we learn from the Holy Spirit which is why I'm grateful that the episodes that you listen to are inspired by the Holy Spirit. So I'm also thankful that I'm also used as a vessel for him and to him for this purpose. And I encourage you to learn together with me. So we're going to continue our conversation on payback versus mercy. Yesterday we discussed how the prison season kind of teaches us to love, to focus on love and not the hurt that people may have done to us and healing us from that as well so here i'm going to answer that when we get to the shining season we are ready to really showcase what god has done and to love people doing it as well today we're going to look at joseph's story critically and what he did when he saw his brothers in egypt and our learnings from there so i'm going to quickly read again from genesis 42 verses 7 downward and i read the niv version so i'll quickly read as soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? he asked. From land of Canaan, they replied, to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Then he remembered his dreams about them and said to them, You are spies. You have come to see where our land is unprotected. No, my lord, they answered. Your servants have come to buy food. We are all sons of one man. Your servants are honest men, not spies. No, he said to them, you have come to see where our land is unprotected. But they replied, your servants are twelve brothers, the son of one man who lives in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father and one is no more. Joseph said to them, it is just as I told you, you are spies and this is how you will be treated. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you will not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of your numbers to get your brother. The rest of you will be kept in prison so that your words may be tested to see if you are telling the truth. If you are not, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. And he put them all in custody for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, Do this and you will live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers stay here in prison while the rest of you go and take your grains back to your starving households. But you must bring your youngest brother to me so that your words may be verified and that you may not die. This they proceeded to do so. So here we have Joseph in a very high position of authority and power. He's governor of Egypt and he sees his brothers and he gets to he gets a bit triggered, I would say, and he starts to accuse them of being spies when it was well known in his heart that they were his brothers. So you see, the first thought that came to his mind was determining, it's probably like a flashback. Oh my God, the same brothers that first bundled me in a pit, put me into a pit and were deciding whether not to kill me amongst themselves. They had so much power over me there, I had nothing. Well, he thought he had power, but God was with him. And they ended up selling me and these same brothers are in front of me asking me to buy food because there's family in the land. And so this first thing that came to his mind is these people 
Are they really trustworthy? Let me push them. Let me see if they are the same people that they call themselves to be. And so he starts by, by pulling his rank and telling them, you are spies. And they, they kept explaining to him that they're not spies, we're just humble men, harmless men as they call themselves. But on the third day, there's something that he said. On the third day, Joseph said to them, do this and you will live for I fear God. I fear God. And this was Joseph's assurance that even as an Egyptian, it was impossible to act in incomplete injustice due to the fact that he respected God. He had a huge respect for God. So even though in his mind he first stared with, oh my God, these people, he had to realize and remember the purpose for which he was here. He had to remember and and submit to the high authority, which was God's authority. And so that submission made him do good to them. Because initially, he first put them in prison, nine of them, and told them that, you know, send one of them back to Canaan to bring his younger brother. But after this, he said, you know what, all of you go, let's leave one in prison, so your house may feed. You see, we are called to show love in those seasons. In those positions of power, we are called to show love. This is an example of what we should do. Show love. We fear God because he also knows that God won't have put him in that position because there's no way he could have phantomed this. How would he have planned to be the governor of Egypt? It's impossible now. A Canaan man. How? But you see, he realized that, ah, no, 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 no. It's God that puts me here. And I have huge respect for him, so I am going to do as he would have asked me to do, to show love, show kindness, even when they are not deserving of it. Let's even discuss that, because it's easier to show love to those that we believe deserved love. We're like, oh yes, well, they were good people and all that. But to those that tried to kill him, that put him in a pit, while they deliberated his life and his faith, it's hard. It's really hard. But here, he is in that portion of power whereby if he told the Egyptians there, these guys are spies, they need to be gone. They will be gone in seconds. He had that power. But he chose to do what God had asked him to do, to show love. And this is one of the ways I see that Jesus was ready for the season. Because he had so, his mind had been so been transformed that he didn't see those evil things they had done as something that he had to pay back on anymore. He first was upset about it. If, if you could see the initially, it was already, you know, pushing them and all that. But in grand scheme of things, he said, no, I have to submit to this high authority. I have to do what God is asking me to do. I have to show love. I have to submit to that authority of God and not the devil. Because you see, if he did what they were doing to him, or they almost did him. So for example, if he killed the brothers at that point in time, to what end would he have been? What would have been the point of doing that? Nothing. But you see, he showed them an amazing person that submits to God's will. That made them think, ah, after all we have done to you. And we'll read that as we go later on. It's so amazing, honestly. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. We are meant to love our enemies and pray for those who despitefully use us. Matthew 5, 43-45 It's an example. 
of loving those that almost killed him. And so let's not submit to the devil's nudges to do evil to those that have done evil to us, i.e. an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Let's, let's not do that. And let's submit to God transforming our minds in these tough seasons so that we are just loving all through. We have transformed our minds to the point where we are loving no matter what. Then all those things that they have done no matter anymore. If I are saying thank you for doing those to me because if you didn't do that to me, where would I be? Let's learn to show mercy. It's not about payback anymore. It's about mercy. It's about love. God is so merciful, my God. So if you want to even say we want to show mercy, hasn't God been merciful to you to even put you in that position of power? If you were to go by your works, would you really truly deserve that position of power? The answer is no, neither would I. So let's learn to show mercy to whoever deserves the mercy or does deserve the mercy, whoever has hurt us. It's not about them, it's about us. So we transform our mind to see how God sees people, to be able to elevate our thinking as well, to be the person that God has called us to be so we can enter God is calling us to be. So thank you for listening to me today. And also a reminder that let's not be spotted there. Let's not do people as they've done to us or think that we will do people as they've done to us. Even from now, before the shining season has even come, learn to just forgive, let go. And pray for them, do the best for them and focus on what God is doing in our lives. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I love you. And I pray that God gives us a heart to love to love the way he has called us to love, to be merciful and not pay back, to be genuinely merciful in the bottom of our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray, man. Thank you for listening to me today. I love you. Bye.